0: From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, very pleasant. Uh, good morning to you. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed a little visit with uh, Fred Dashevsky on this Wednesday, the uh, 6th of September. Wow. Uh, we'll spend a few minutes with you here since we take uh, Thursdays off. Uh, just chatted up about a, a couple of things, a few things, and uh, move on down the road. We are live here on Wednesday, the 6th of September. If you care to join us, 888-663-6386, email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. Well, plenty to talk about. I think I, I think I'd like to dig into a few emails just for fun and see what's rolling around out there. But there's a, there's a just a quite a quite a bit of interest in this idea of detoxification um, because more and more we you know we're finding out that. really that's all it's about right that's all it's about is to from um, stinking thinking that's my favorite term stinking thinking and then toxic toxic materials that we've brought in through the air and the food and the water, and maybe stuff we put on personal care products. It's where this stuff comes in, right? And this, as we know now, after many years, (laughs) many years, is the, the cause of illness are what we call disease. We we know it now. It's not a it's not a conjecture, it's not a a theory. It is why we get sick and why we age and then why we die, everything, which would be toxicity in all its many forms. And we've learned over the last 10 years an increasing amount of surety that um, the toxic thoughts and ideas and feelings and images, I like to include them all because all of us think differently. Sometimes we think in pictures, sometimes we think in words, Sometimes we think in feelings, you know, feelings, which are just words run together. It's really interesting when you really think about feelings, what it is. It's just a bunch of words run together into a feeling. So we kind of condensed it so we can feel a certain way rather than saying all the words. It's fascinating. Emotions. And all of these different aspects of our being are all represented in a different body. So when we created emotions, we kind of created a, an emotional body to express them. And these bodies exist on the astral plane. You've heard of the astral plane? And then you have the mental plane, so we have a mental body. Then we have a physical body. And all of these different ways to express our express ourselves, we use these bodies to do that. And we actually have an entire life on the mental plane ...that when we become aware of it, which we can do when our bodies are sleeping or with some um, creative spiritual exercise... ...we actually experience this mental world and it's totally different than it is here. Uh, We kind of look the same, um, but it's a very much higher vibration than physical reality, which is the coarsest vibration and then astral goes up, and these vibrations kind of um, get finer and finer, and then the mental realm is pretty trippy, and it's, it's a beautiful place. It just depends on your mental state, right? It could be a very ugly place, but... So these, these, um, these thoughts and images and feelings that are not um, not in balance, they are really the number one cause of disease. Number one. So th- these um, things are like traumas. So, you know, you talk about death in the family or, you know, divorce or bankruptcy or, you know, all kinds of crazy stuff. These traumas... Um, Initiate things in the body. And then when we carry the traumas along, then we, um, they build up and they build up. And then, you know, a year later they turn in, or two years later, they turn into cancer or heart disease or whatever. So all of these things that we, people, spend trillions of dollars going to doctors and hospitals unknowingly to get cures, it's not possible because that's not the cause of the disease. So the entire medical model is built on bad information. The whole thing. Now, we don't spend a lot of time criticizing this because it just is what it is and this is the way it's been perpetrated on us um, for a long time but over the last 20 years we've become more and more aware of exactly how it works it becomes clearer and so it's more easily understandable for a fellow like me to help you to understand how it works which I do for a living and then with any kind of grace on your part you stay really open to these things and I'm here to support you do it, to do it you can just fall out of the system and you don't have to participate any longer because you no longer need to be afraid of a germ which we know are fraudulent, a bacteria virus not proven but I believe parasites as well candida fungus mold and all that stuff so cool to really understand that nothing Is trying to hurt you or me, you know, in the air. So that's why detoxification, understanding how it works, is really is really powerful. From the standpoint that one, we know that the body is detoxifying. All the time, all the time, because that's the way. We'll just use this term. That's why God set it up, right? As the Bible and other places said, that we're made in the image and likeness of God, which is why people think of a space god with a beard that looked like a an old guy or something not really how it works, but there are those people out there that you can go and see, and they look like us, or we look like him. But it's not Big G. The Big the big G. They're just intermediaries. But people have gone to these different planes, and seen these space gods, and they do exist. And uh, they've come back and they said, well, yeah, I saw God, and he's this huge, I mean, giant, whoa, like as big as the earth person. They exist. But they're just intermediaries, but they are gods in their own right, just like you and I are. Don't want to get too off track. I love talking about this Mm -hmm. stuff, but um, so... So we evolved in a way, and I'm not sure how exactly we evolved, we evolved and my theory on it really doesn't matter because I don't know for sure. Everybody says they have their own theory on evolution, how it worked, how we got here. There's a whole, whole raft of people Um, that believe that somewhere along the line, other than earthly people, came in and and planted us here. Possible, who knows? I think we evolved from from sound and light and then go all the way through the whole thing over billions of years and we just became more and more conscious and created a body that we needed to do things and so we created little arms and we created little legs and that's how I think it happened. we have to we don't have to but I think it's just really fascinating to think about that during this process regardless of how it happened you know that we we were constantly um, getting rid of stuff that we didn't like didn't want right whether it be I don't know some poison or some heavy metals Back way back when we didn't really have any toxins, right? We just didn't. That's kind of a new phenomenon really. Except for the thoughts, I'm sure we always were were creating diseases and imbalances by what we thought, you know, even if we even if we lived in caves or something, somebody was trying to steal our girl or steal our our husband <laughs> or steal our food. So the the detoxification process is an ongoing thing and after I went through the the little experience I did last week, last uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, it was it was incredible. Um, something that was Never really experienced it like that. I mean, I threw up and, and just started eliminating liquid like every hour. I just. And after about three or four days, I felt uh, more clarity, more energy, more positive, everything than any time that I, that I know of in every lifetime. It was amazing. So I was really, really blessed to 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 have this. I've had a couple of people on. Bet you said, "Oh, you probably just had food poisoning." No, I didn't. You know the difference. It's it's funny. Uh, so many souls will go to great lengths to to not think that they have the power the wherewithal, the consciousness and the energy to do the things that, that I talk about. Oh, they'll just, they'll just argue until the cows go come home. They just don't want to, they just don't want to think it's possible to slow the aging process and to get rid of whatever or to detox and the body's that town. They just don't want to do it. And I understand. And I don't I'm not criticizing them, but you you can. And all it takes is an open mind and an open heart and say, wow, is that possible? So what I think happens is is that we we build up these toxic engrams, trauma uh, stinking thinking and whatever maybe mercury maybe from the ocean I don't think we get mercury from the I eat plenty of fish and I don't have any signs of mercury poisoning so that could all be made up too I don't believe much of anything these days unless I'm really sure then I'll say yeah But other than that, I'm not going to believe anything. Why? What's the point? Why would you? Oh, chemtrails are killing us. Really? If they are, well, we'd all be dead. Germs are killing us. Really? And we catch germs. Really? Then we'd all be dead. We're not. So for me, I don't believe any of that stuff. It's almost a strange death wish kind of thing that I think is ingrained in in most souls, really, until we wake up, this idea that, you know, something is Something's trying to kill us. Or there's something trying to eat us. Or, you know, or when we get to be 50 years old or 60, then we're going to die or whatever. And it's really embedded deep in the subconscious. And it's just why we continue to, to, uh, get sick and die and then come back and do this again. It's called the wheel of 84 reincarnation and it's just like a hamster wheel and we just keep coming back coming back coming back and until we really understand how it all works we just keep coming back so It's why we talk about the things we do to help you, if you want, to not come back here and do it again. Because the little trick of, uh, not really a trick, but um, it's the way it's set up, is um, we, for the most part, don't remember the life we just came from, or past lives, until we, because if we remembered all those things, could you, could you um, imagine how bonkers we would be? Oh my God! Could you imagine if we had all of these images and feelings, and um, some people do, uh, of. 10 lives going on you know they they would lock us up put us in a in a suit you know strap you in give you drugs it would just be very difficult so god set it up so we don't remember all these things and we come in little baby and we're in this crib And we just spent the last, I don't know how many years, in some other reality, learning lessons and talking to people and hanging out with God or whatever, angels or teachers, whatever we do in between lives. Then we come back and and work on all of the different things that we just didn't quite get right last time. Not as a punishment, but as an idea of... uh, I work on that you can you can work on that you were really angry last time and you just made yourself sick and croaked your liver. Don't do that so what we try to do is help you here on one radio network to maybe get to the point where you don't have to come back maybe. I think it's possible. I know it is. And then you go off somewhere else and uh, bigger and better and maybe places that just aren't quite as bonkers as the earth plane. Because all you have to do is go online and (laughs) or look at the news, which we don't recommend and you know it's bonkers. So, the detoxification process is key to this because if we do not ongoing detoxify our thoughts and stuff, if we wouldn't do that, we you know you just wouldn't you don't make it out of here. You wouldn't make it out of here alive. You know you just don't you just don't make it out of here. Uh, you know, get heart disease, cancer, whatever. And just, you know, the last few years are weird and just not good. But we don't have to do that. Because we understand how it all works now. So we can... We can get through it. The... um, uh, You know, I'm not even sure if we have to do anything else other than the spiritual end of it. Matter of fact, I'm pretty sure you, we don't have to do anything else, coffee enemas or anything like that. There's all kinds of detoxification protocols and people do it and they're not going to hurt you. Uh, it just depends on where you are in your, your awareness of, of life, of what you want to do and, and how much you need to do. <clears throat> But you can do it all spiritually just by letting go of everything you don't need. Just every thought, every image, seriously, every thought, every image, every idea, every theory that doesn't work that you don't know for sure, you can just let it go. Say, you know, I just don't want to believe that anymore. No, you know the germ thing? I think I'm done with it. And it's really a choice. And it really is that simple. I mean, that's why I did it. I just talked to a bunch of people over the last three, four years, and after a while you go, whoa, there just really isn't any germ. There's no evidence. I kind of always knew it. I, I, you know, I haven't done, I didn't do antibiotics for about 30, 40 years, so I, I kind of knew that the jig was up, but then, you know, wasn't graced with the clarity that I have now, and it is grace. But we earn it. But, um, so I think what happens, I know what happened for me last week, somehow, uh, this divine intelligence, who we are, our soul, we just kind of know that it, it, Yeah, this is a good time, let's do it. You know, let's do it. and um, I interviewed uh, Samantha and Mark Bailey uh, Monday I think it was at 4 o'clock Texas time for a Tuesday morning show because we played it back and about a half an hour after I got off the air at 5.30 an hour and a half show I just got just came on like this chills and cold sweats and really felt terrible stomach and just threw up. And then that started the detox and so went on for about four days. And the spiritual aspects that to me are so much uh, beauty involved in them. Because my take as I look back on it, I knew... I wasn't conscious of it, but I knew subconsciously that I didn't have to do a show Tuesday because we recorded it. So, of course, Tuesday morning, I was in no shape to to do a live show, so I was covered because we had the Baileys on. So I just trudged up here in the studio and hit the play button and went back down and laid on the couch. I was really feeling terrible. So then... um, said, well, I'll probably be okay. Tom Luongo was scheduled for Wednesday, last Wednesday. I said, well, I'll probably be okay. He'll be good. So I didn't sleep much Tuesday night. And, but when I did wake up after sleeping an hour or two Wednesday, the first thing I thought of, I was in bed and I thought, I said, you know, Tom, if you don't want to do the show today, I could do it. I'm a little rough around the edges, but if you don't want to do it, maybe go. It'd be okay. So about an hour later, he emails and, so sorry, Patrick, I have to cancel. This hurricane is coming through and we lost power. So you see, see how that works where spirit, which I, it's part of me, was setting these things up and we kind of knew the way it was going to play out and it would be a great time to detox. See how that works? So these things are not accidents. So, did I plan the hurricane? No, but it's all one magical motion. And the hurricane was, I was involved in it because it was part of the idea that I didn't have to do a show because I was too sick. I know if you can get your head around that one and how that works, and you're getting close, but it just is. And this is the way spirit works for everybody. And the cool thing is, is that everybody has free will. Now that's a trip when you think about it, because nobody's being forced to, any, to do anything. And then you have people that are actually controlling these hurricanes. We, we know that. I don't believe any of these things are natural anymore. I don't know how many are natural, but I don't think there's any. I, I think they're all controlled. I think all the evidence point to it. They just anyway. So, and then you have you have that going on. So how could that all be tied together to give me what exactly what I need and and everybody? In Florida, also created the hurricane as well. Well, that's God. You know, That stuff you just can't explain. It just is. It just is. Just is. So then the next thing was on that Wednesday, I was scheduled to pick up a couple, couple gallons of goat's milk and I didn't really want to go because I was eliminating like every hour water, and I go um, so literally I did this plastic bucket. I said, "Well, I could drive there if i've got a if I've got an emergency, I could always pull over and you know, you know what I mean so. I did that and then I was going to do it I was going to go because you pay for the goat's milk if you don't pick it up you know it's not good so not long after I decided to go I got a text from the goat milk guy and said Patrick I'm sorry I uh, I'm not the farmer's market because I was late and if you're late they don't let you set up they've got some rule I don't know I don't know why you would do that, but it's not my business. So, so do you want your money back or I could just bring it next week? Just it. So that that took care of that one. So spirit was right there with me. And then you say to it, well how's that possible if the goat milk guy has free will and he was late because whatever traffic. That's how it works. See how it's all beautifully interconnected, everything. God. So then I was wondering too. I mean, what? It took me a couple of days. Well, first day I really knew it was a detox thing, and then I had this dream Wednesday night, where I was in a in a lab, in a lab coat, and they had all these different tubes running around, and um, there was this tube coming from. And it was coming down. It was all this dirty kind of pooky water, kind of like what comes out of you when you're detoxing. And I, I, I asked the fellow, I said, "Well, where's that coming? Where's that coming from?" Oh, well, we said, "Well, that's coming from from the God worlds. It comes, and works its way down." So that, of course, then was a confirmation that this was a detox and uh, not some food poison. You know, a couple of things that I did that I, I, I found very valuable that uh, you can do, and you can do it anytime. Oh, and I don't have it up here, but it's a hardwood charcoal. They have this hardwood charcoal you can get online, just made from hardwood trees. And it is really powerful. Some people take it a couple of times every week, just take it. And you can. And it, the charcoal absorbs so many toxins. And for some, some reason, the way God created trees, it just doesn't absorb um, stuff you need, just the toxins. I know I'll get emails about the brand and all that, and I don't think it matters. Just get pure, 100% hardwood charcoal, I actually I took it I took some yesterday. So that's something we can do pretty much ongoing and help the body to unload unload whatever right. If I do a break here I can uh, I can uh, go downstairs and find it I can do that. You can take a look at it. I That's a really good one. Triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Email Patrick at one radio network com. So, um, I think if we if we get out in the sun, if we drink enough water, not too much, enough water get some good salt. I think that the, uh, I've had some emails, people asking, well, I wonder how the salt healing protocol from Dr. Velcek had to do with your detox. You know, and I don't know, that's something, it's an unknown, but I, I think it precipitated it as well. There's something uh, really good about taking sea salt and water in the morning and you can use that to, to to flush things out every morning, drinking a quarter or two of that. And you can you can learn about that on Darko's shows that we've done with him, and experiment with it and see if you like it. I think for me, the bottom line is to know, it's so fun to know that since we understand now that there are there are no germs, that anytime something is happening, you know, fever, diarrhea, or whatever, sweating, that uh, the body knows what it's doing. And we never, ever have to say, oh man, I'm sick, I caught something. You see how powerful that is? It's like, whoa, man. Very powerful. So you can just be happy and excited when you start to feel feverish or fluish because you know something's going on. You know something good is going on. Hmm. So, this was from a show we did before, and I think I'm already changing my, my opinion on this. Um, to be the first to comment, Patrick, I, I will agree with you, uh, your headline. Um, this new variant media blitz is picking up steam and will be another pandemic. Um, but you know, I, I I think I was way off base and that was only nine days ago, well, well, eight, ten, eleven, twelve days ago. And I think not. I think already it just, it fizzled. Don't you think? I mean, doesn't it feel like it? I don't, you know, I don't have television, so I don't know what they're doing, saying on the news, but all of the videos I've seen, and I think, I think it's already a bust. I think it, they had, um, I think they had it in mind to do a new one, but I don't see it happening now. I think it's just, I think it's just going to die a slow death. Too many people know. So that's really, if this is correct, and, you know, it could be wrong, they could, you know, they could get up there and and, um, city councils, which are controlled by the globalists around the country, could start doing mask mandates and, in the whole thing. I don't think they're gonna, but they could, so we'll see. But it just, it feels, just, you know, I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna be able to pull it off. Or maybe they're just gonna wait till flu season, right, till people start detoxing, and then they'll say, see, yeah. So it'll be interesting. I hope not. I don't want to, But I know I'm not going to support any place. Even if I can get in without a mask, I'm not going in. See, uh, a few years ago, uh, any place that was um, um, mandating you wear a mask, like Home Depot, the HEB stores, they have 600 stores here, HEB in Texas, um, whatever. I would just go in and say, you know, I have a medical condition and I can't wear a mask and they just let you in. And they have to. They can't, they can't question that. That's a good thing if you ever want to go in a place. But now this time, any place that, if they would do a mask mandate, I, I'm just not going to go in. I'll just do without. Just not going to do it. Not going to do it. I just can't support it, even if I can get away with it, you know? It's not gonna do it. It's too bonkers. Just too bonkers. So we'll see. From Nadia. Nadia is in Greece. Oh. Hi, Patrick, love your uh, radio show and listen to all of them, but not the financial ones. Oh. The money thing is not my and not my thing, And although I have fears and insecurities around poverty, homelessness, death, etc. I'm trying to overcome them by learning to trust the universal power of love instead of preparing for the worst. Okay. okay. Peter Dunov once said that our our treasures should be such that no moth would eat and no burglar would steal to poor, is a poor translation from Bulgarian. I don't know. Our treasures should be such that, that no moth will eat. I don't understand that. Today I watched uh, the Daniel Quack show you did and checked some of his sites. I'm also sending you a print screen of one of his courses The vaccine thing caught my attention. His big facial asymmetry talks about vaccines in injury. So I'm thinking that money and financial security are wonderful and maybe he is helping people by selling them courses. But you and the Cowans are doing God's work and saving lives. Oh, so I just wanted to say that I think what you do is so precious and you are much needed in love kindness and all truth and the true currency in the new world we are currently building the new currency yeah I I think there's always going to be a a money round we need a we need a way to exchange things you know So I would encourage you um, to learn a little bit about the money, so you're not um, feeling insecure about it and fearful. You don't want to be in that state because that's not good. So if you just have a pretty basic understanding of the way the dollar works and the way the money works in Greece, and so you cannot be, you know, not be frightened of it or not be insecure about it. I think that's a little better than just like saying we're just going to live on love, and which is great, right? But you're probably going to always need some kind of money. Just because, you know, the earth plane, we need change, right? I mean, we could go to a barter thing and I'll trade you some, one of my rabbits for some milk or something, but how do you deal with the change, you know? So, so we do shows on money because we think it's it's valuable. So you got a you know a little understanding of how it works and what's going on. Otherwise, it can be you know it can be fearful and it's not good to be uncomfortable with it. I watched the end of COVID. I really appreciate that you promoted it. I'm a functional health practitioner, have absorbed all that the speakers have been saying since early 2020, and still I watch nearly all 90 episodes. Wow. I didn't do that. I'd like to, but it's a lot of time. For me, the good stuff was Steve... Steve... Um, Falconer speaking with doctors Barr Lando and Amanda Vollmer, hosted by Don Lester, on alchemical health tissue salts. Dr. Lando is in the movie Terrain. He knew I have been practicing and using the ionization principles to which Barr refers to in the movie. It can seem incomprehensible for a world practitioners that are grossly misguided by germs and genes and pharma and the allopathic medical industry. Once we grasp that we are electromagnetic and energetic like batteries and we need proper clean fluid, gases, frequencies, salts, the spark and flow. What really makes people ill starts to make sense. For anyone curious, I recommend Dr. A.F. Bedoni's biological ionization as applied to human nutrition. Oh, i never heard of that one. A-F-B-E-D-D-O-E-N-S. Well, huh. I was certified in analysis of genes of the enzymes of detoxification, inflammation, based on a saliva sample. The germ theory, mutated Ps are all a fraud. Been enlightening three years. Yeah, yeah, it really has. We've really, uh, so many of us have kind of woken up, woken up, woken up, woken up, and smelled the coffee. The last three years, it's really been, really something. We've come a long way, haven't we? Three years? Man, just like... I like it when you're on and just talking, but I don't understand that feelings are just thoughts sprung together to feelings. Thanks. I'd like to understand that. Oh, yeah, well, let's see. Yeah, I've seen this on the inner planes how this worked, how we created feelings. And I think over, whatever, billions of years, we just figured out a way how to feel what we're thinking without thinking it. That's all it is, really, right? So say... People say, "Well, I have real deep feelings for you. Cool, I really like you, and this is why I like you." And blah blah blah. So, if you, if you would, um, all that is is a bunch of thoughts and ideas and images that we have of this person, right? Oh, I'd like to get married and maybe I'll have kids, and uh, you know, whatever, right? And these get super compressed in the mind and they turn into a feeling just to make it easier so you don't have to go and think through all those things. I've seen this. It's, just, it's, it's a trip how it is. It makes so much sense. So we have a feeling and so we feel this um, endearment towards somebody that we want to be with them, you know, that feeling. And people say, well, I have real feelings for her. And you do. And they're real. But they're, they're just... Um, They're just condensed thoughts, like condensed soup. So maybe early on we just, when we came up with this idea of thought, we just did the thought thing, and then we got good at it, and then we changed it to feelings. Who knows? So feelings are real. I mean, they're as real as you want them to be. Uh, Just because you have uh, feelings for someone which we do. Remember that these are things that we created. right? We we chose, we choose to create this way, create this feeling for someone. So it's authentic in that sense, and it's real. And people have feelings and they get scared. But you can also, um, probably psychologists don't want to hear me say this, but you can also um, just not feeling. if You know, just let them go if you don't want to. Like, say, I don't really want to have feelings for this girl. Cause you just, just let it go then and go to somebody else. So we always have free will. I think where we get in trouble, kind of a, we get in kind of a, a dark area is when these feelings for something about someone are uh, subconscious. They're just kind of down there. And they want to come out and which is why when people have psychological psychiatry or whatever and they talk about their feelings and they come out that they feel better. So there's a lot of ways to look at it. But just remember that you always have free will. And um Just because you have feelings for someone doesn't mean you can not have them if you don't want to have them. I know it seems weird, but, you know. It's always, you always have free will. It's pretty cool when you think about it, right? You don't want to do that on your wedding day because that wouldn't be cool. You know, I don't have feelings for you anymore. Um, hmm. um, we're live here on the sixth of uh, September. Oh, I listened to your show in with uh, Dave Stetzer and I was really confused about this idea of grounding. Um and how it could possibly not be good for us. We've talked about this before, but uh I'll go over it again quickly. Um, the electric companies, rather than do a more expensive, proper way to bring the, um, the voltage back to the substation, they put it in the ground and they call it stray voltage. Now, in Europe, it's fine. They, they go through the In Europe they do it good. But in the United States they put stray voltage in the ground and this stray voltage causes issues for all of us a little bit. When we walk on the ground it's always affecting something's affecting but mainly for cows and, and, and horses that are standing on the ground all the time. We just go out there and play around come back in and so that's why we don't recommend grounding mats to the ground because you're getting that mojo. We just don't do it. One thing you can do, this is fun. You can get a piece of tinfoil and stand on that before bed and it discharges all of the uh, The stuff you got from cell phone towers and stuff in your body just discharges it. Simple, fast, elegant, tinfoil, boom. What do the perpetrators of this technology and the technologies you talk about um, do to protect themselves, like chemtrails and stuff? I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know I don't concern myself with chemtrails because I don't know if they do anything I'm these days I'm leaning more and more to the idea that they're they use it to control the weather uh, whether or not these particles hurt us I don't think anybody's ever proved it I don't have they If they were really, really, really bad like people say they are, people freak out when they see them, we'd we'd all be dead, wouldn't we? So, I don't don't know what they are. But I suspect a lot of it is different um, substances they put in the air so they can do these holograms. So they've been building this substance in the air and they can do holograms so they're going to have uh, aliens. It won't be really aliens, but it'll just be a hologram. And they're good at it. I mean, I've seen some of this stuff. You can't tell it's not, a, it's not real. I mean, so you can imagine, can you imagine if these Looney Tunes uh, want to do an alien invasion, if the germ thing is going to peter out, and you watch them, they'll do it. They'll try it. And now, because we know how these energy weapons work with Maui and other places. They're starting fires all over the place. You know, they. They could put some spaceships in the air that everybody would see. The news, the news would cover it. Right? 24-7, seeing these pictures of spaceships and 95% of the people in this country and around the world would believe it, wouldn't they? What do you think that number would be? I would better be bigger than ninety-five percent. And then they get away with anything. They could just go in and energy weapon a, a, a city, right? You know, Chicago's a mess. Let's just croak them like we did Lahaina. Just. You think that would keep people locked down? I really think. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it, because I'm not going to stay locked down. I don't care. But yeah, yeah, so we, we could we could very easily experience a bunch of weird stuff before this thing turns around. Uh, Yeah, I don't think... I think you're just too positive about this, Patrick. I don't think that the body can get rid of everything, can it? Why not? Why would it stick in there? I mean... There's no reason for it. I I think it sticks in there when we have the the energetic... um, the energetics around it. You know, like liver... Uh, and anger, or fear, in kidneys, and right um, grief, in the lungs, right prostate, and sexual issues, and guilt about sex and stuff, the prostate, and these these uh, toxins can stick in there when uh, when we have energy surrounded them, and that's how that's how we create the disease. But we're we're holding my opinion, we're holding these things in there unconsciously by, by thoughts and, and uh, feelings and trauma. But they just won't stick in there on their own. But once you clear up the trauma, like they do with German New Medicine, right? they bring the, tra- the trauma to the surface, and then once you clear that, then all the energy just leaves. And I think uh, this... Um, All this prostate stuff with guys, it's all emotional, psychological, spiritual. There's so much weird stuff going on about sex. I mean, it's surprising there's not more of it. Yeah, I get prostate questions from time to time, and it's challenging because these people want to go in and biopsy it and uh, all kinds of things. Boy, be careful with that. I know you get scared, but I wouldn't let you, I wouldn't let anybody cut on me. I'm really scratching my head about this whole salt protocol and dark old Val check, how it may work. We do have sea salt, too, but next time I swallow a mouthful of seawater, I'll just make sure I spit out the poo. <laughs> I should be good to go. Yeah, just use sea salt if you want to try this salt stuff. Sea salt. That's all you need. Um I'm curious about the division of physical and emotional health. Many times you have emails and you talk about um, oh yeah, people asking about physical and emotional health, and you address them based on the way the question is asked. So how do you determine whether to address the question with some type of medical treatment, natural or pharmaceutical, or as you often point to recall healing or family constellations with Dr. Massey, so my condition, for example, thyroid, how would you determine whether or not you're going to take thyroid medicine or do some recall healing or other things? Well, you can do both. You know, you can do both. I, my, my position is a uh, feeling or conjecture or opinion is unless you do the emotional and the spiritual stuff that it's almost impossible. I, I don't like to use that word, but it's very difficult to clear things out. Because you see, just like we just talked about, there's this emotional... Um, mental trauma energy in the liver, the kidney, or prostate, or wherever. And if you, do, even if you do all the the physical things that help the body to detox and there's stuff, right? That energy is still there. And um, so, oftentimes you'll find that people, and this is really interesting, that people. Who just use the physical stuff? Oh, I think I have to change my battery. I'll do it. To just use the physical stuff. Let me see if I can get a no new battery in here. Um, it, it'll, it'll they'll feel better and they think it's healed, right? And then, let's see if I can talk and change my battery. And then it'll come back. Then it'll come back. It happens a lot. Let's see. Get this battery in here. Okay. Okay. I think that's going to work. I would love to. I would love to hard hardwire this camera. So we don't have to do this I don't know if I told you but we spent we spent two three months about a year ago trying to hardwire it. never could figure it out it's the strangest thing we bought all these different attachments and called the manufacturer it just didn't work it never worked so we have these little batteries and they only go a few hours and then they run out not a big deal but So, that's, this happens a lot and when we just don't address the emotional char- character of all of these things. And it's there. There's just no doubt about it. And we don't really let it come to the surface and clear it out. Then, no matter how good we feel, it'll come back. Often, not all the time. Sometimes... Sometimes the emotional or the spiritual or mental thing actually clears out just by taking the action of, of being proactive and doing different herbs or detox or whatever. Sometimes that's the lesson of just... So, so we don't want to throw out this, the physical stuff in the bathwater with the baby. You know, do everything you can. And that's the most powerful way. That's the most powerful way. You often talk about your dreams and I like it when you relay them to us. But I don't remember my dreams. Do I dream? Does everybody dream? How do you remember more of your dreams? That's a great question. Uh, yeah, of course we do. Um, because dreams are are just our uh, experiences in another reality. So when the body sleeps so when the body sleeps so the body goes... <laughs> Soul, who we are, right? We're aware of physical reality. And when we when we go to sleep, uh, there's nothing to be aware of except other realities. So then we are aware and we are doing stuff in other... We're doing stuff all the time. I, I know it seems a little weird, but we're always being active on the astral plane, mental, causal, and physical, all the time. So when we are not aware of the physical reality, sleep, then we are more aware of other other realities and we often then remember those experiences when we wake up. And then those are called dreams, and we remember them, and we write them down, and and we can learn from them. So the the best way I know how to remember more of your out-of-body experiences is to have a notepad, flashlight, and Tell yourself before you go to sleep that when I wake up, even if it's in the middle of the night or whenever it is, I'm going to remember. I'm going gonna, gonna to start remembering. That's real important. Really start building that idea in there, in your consciousness. Start doing that. That's cool. Start doing it. The more you do that, and then when you become awake, um, try to stay as still as you can without thinking about anything. Just just hang there for a second. No thoughts. And oftentimes in that the dream experience will come streaming in. And then take your little notepad and just write uh, just write notes. Don't try to keep it as simple as possible, whatever, on a train. Um, met met this person or we were running by the train, running by the, keep the words as short as possible so you can, you can write as much as possible. And the more we write down and then think about them and then look at them later and say, well, I wonder what that means and think about them. You just develop a, the wherewithal to remember more. So the more we remember, the more we remember. It's kind of like the more we love, the more we love, more love we have in our life. So the more we remember, the more we remember. It just works like that. You just kind of build, you kind of build on it. And you get to the point where even when you take a nap, you wake up and you just got some cool stuff there. And then as you work work through it and become more aware, you can actually um, um, become aware that you're in the dream experience. It's called um, either soul travel or um, lucid dreaming. People have two names for it, lucid dreaming. So you're aware that you're not in your body and you're in the dream state, and then you can really have more fun that way because you can fly through walls or meet people or do stuff. It's just another level of awareness and the more you're aware, the more fun you can have, just like here. The more we're aware of how this all works so we're not frightened or confused or whatever, the more fun we have. Right? Makes sense. The more we understand that there are no germs or there's no nuclear weapons probably or how wars are all made up and so we don't have to worry about aliens or you know whatever. The more we're aware that it's all stuff's all made up, well, the more fun we can have. Because we're not worried about anything. And I think that's our number one job here. Numero uno is to be happy. Be happy. and then we can help other people be happy. Hmm. Well, Okay. Well, there's our show for today. Hope you enjoyed it. We just kind of ramble along. Thank you for your ongoing support. On video, you can go below the video and you'll see three links, a donation tab if you'd like to donate to our site, um, to our show. Do a few bucks every month. Easy to do. There's a hot link there. There's a hot link to our store. We have wonderful products. Click on that puppy are also on to our website, One Radio Network, and you'll find 15 years of of audio shows that are just really cool. No charge for anything. So that might be a motivation to become a monthly subscriber. Not subscriber, but just to donate 10 or 20 bucks a month. And and that's what we're really needing to do now these days because people are having a hard time with... um, extra money to do much of anything much less buy colostrum or a sauna or hydrogen machine or we have some really great things so if you if you need something you know just go to our store the link is right there underneath um this video or on the website our store a lot of really great products and we earn some money that way a commission so that's pretty fun So next week, what are we going to do next week? Uh, We're getting some cool people together. Oh, Google wants me to verify I'm him. I don't know why they do that. Just leave me alone. I just, I am what I am. I can't even get onto the calendar because... Sometimes you wonder, you know. See, I can't even get on the calendar because Google wants me to prove I'm Patrick. Leave me alone. I'm going to mess with it now. Oh, we're going to do... Uh, oh, yeah, we're going to have some fun. Uh, next week, I, I, I recall, we're going to talk to uh, Matthew Arrett, and he's really uh, done a lot of uh, digging into this whole BRICS thing, which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, South America. and They just had a big meeting, I think five or six more countries have uh, signed up for BRICS. So I think it's going to be a big deal. Uh, Fred and I talked about it a bit this morning. I think it may be a while. I agree with Fred. But um, if they ever get their own currency and really get kicking, it could be have a huge impact on the dollar, and that's gold and silver prices. Uh, and then also on um, Monday, I think it's Monday, we're going to talk to uh, Dave Wise, uh, Flat Earth Dave, because I want to do a, a documentary and I want to do a, a, a theater-ready, big-time Hulu, Amazon, high-class documentary to prove uh, that the Earth is in fact um, not moving. And uh, it's, I think it's a great idea to prove it, to prove it once and for all. And I'm going to talk to Dave about that and get his ideas on how to do that. So we're going to, I thought it would be fun to do it on the air. We haven't talked to Dave for a while so we're going to do that, and then Greg Marinaro. Do you know Greg Marino? He's a wild guy in the world of money. He's going to be here next week. I think we'll get Tom LaJuan on too next week. And if you if you have some people that you would like us to have on, uh, please email me Patrick at one radio network dot com, and we'll consider Patrick at one radio network dot com, and we'll consider getting them on. So thanks for your support. I love you. You're doing great. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not doing really great because you are. I know we all get little bonkers. That's okay. Um, Let me know if I can help. Thanks for your support. And we we take Thursdays off. We have for a long time now. Do Screenplay City. (laughs) And I'll see you on Friday morning. Hannah will be here. And we'll have plenty to talk about. So again, let me know if you need something like coffee, sugar, ammo, you know, the important stuff. I love you. Thank you. Take care. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.